Welcome to episode 50 of the Professional Writer Podcast. I'm your host, Laura Christensen, and I'm here to help you confidently plan, launch, and grow your writing-related business. You'll find the show notes as well as links to resources mentioned in this episode and a link to join our private Facebook community for listeners at bloggingbistro.com. Today's episode is the final installment in our three-part mini-series. If you haven't listened to episodes 48 and 49 yet, be sure to do so because we are building on what you learned in both of those episodes today. We're particularly building on episode 49. Let me just give you a brief recap of those two episodes. In episode 48, we focused on techniques for converting people who follow your blog or your vlog, that's a video blog, or your podcast into subscribers. I introduced you to two surefire methods that make it easy for people to receive an alert whenever you publish fresh content. Last week in episode 49, we reviewed the important differences between social media marketing and email marketing. And we talked about which of those two tools will give you the biggest bang for your time investment as you grow your business. Today, I'm going to share a dozen tips for turning social media followers into email subscribers, enticing them to join the community that you own and you control. First, a cautionary note about what not to do under any circumstances. Never ever subscribe someone to your email list without getting their permission. You cannot harvest email addresses from Facebook groups or from chat rooms, discussion forums, blog comments, or social media followers. You can't do that and then add them to your email list. You can't meet someone at an in-person or a virtual event and assume that since you've communicated once, you have an open invitation to sign them up for your email list. Both those things are illegal. And if enough people complain, your email address can get blacklisted and you won't be able to email anyone. What you can do when you meet someone at an in-person or at a virtual event is to ask them if they'd like to subscribe to your list. And if so, ask them to jot down their email address on a form that you've prepared specifically for that purpose. Now at a virtual event, it's gonna be hard for them to jot it down on a form. So, you know, have them put it in an email and send it to you or text it to you. But somehow you wanna get written permission that they are interested in signing up for your email list. If they have given you permission to do that, you can go ahead and upload their name and their email address to your email marketing platform. But you can only do that after they've given you permission. Now, another thing that you can do if you, say, host a Facebook group is to ask the people who are requesting to join your group to enter their email address. I have a Facebook group for the Professional Writer Podcast. And one of the questions, you know, you always have those questions that you have to answer before you're allowed to join a group. So one of the questions that I ask them is, would you like to join my email list? When you join, you're going to get XYZ free resource, and you'll also receive email notifications every time I publish a new podcast episode or a new blog post. I make sure that the information that is there on that form where they're applying to join my Facebook group lets them know that if they give me their email address, that tells me that they are agreeing to join 
my email list, that they want me to add their name to my email list. So you need to make it very clear when you ask for someone's email address what you're going to be using that address for. To sum up, you must get consent from a new subscriber before you add them to your email list. The most popular and the highest converting method of encouraging your social media people to subscribe to your email list is to offer them an incentive. Which brings me to another caution about what not to do. Let's say you're posting an invitation to sign up for your email list on Twitter. Do not say, sign up for my email list and get the latest updates. I can almost see your eyes drooping and the yawns happening and the snoring beginning as you heard that statement. Sign up for my email list and get the latest updates. <sighs> so what? Why should I care? What's in it for me? That's what people are thinking when they see a really lame <laughs> call to action like that. Why should I care? Why would this weak call to action motivate anybody to join your list? The answer is, it wouldn't. So instead, offer your social media peeps an incentive. In exchange for their email, you give them a gift that they will find valuable. In the marketing world, this gift is called a lead magnet, L-E-A-D magnet, M-A-G-N-E-T, or a free gift, or a bribe to subscribe. It's called all sorts of different things. I'm just going to call it a lead magnet. If you need guidance on getting started with lead magnets, here's what to do. First thing is, if you haven't already done this, sign up for my free course, Email Marketing for Writers, Seven Days to Launch Your List. The course is actually one of my lead magnets and it is delivered via email once a day for seven days. Two of the lessons in that course are dedicated to lead magnets. You'll learn what they are, and you'll learn the eight qualities that a great lead magnet needs to include. After going through the course, if you decide that you want one-on-one -on -one guidance on creating your lead magnet, on editing it, designing it, doing all the tech stuff to get your sign-up form on your website, consider signing up for my email marketing starter package. This is one of my premium services, and I will put a link to more information about the email marketing starter package in the show notes at bloggingbistro.com. Now let's jump ahead now and assume that you've created an incentive. You've created the free gift, aka the lead magnet, that new subscribers are going to receive via email the minute they confirm their subscription to your email list. How do you promote your lead magnet via your social media platforms without spending money on ads? Well, I'm going to give you a dozen ways that you can go about promoting your lead magnet or otherwise encouraging people to sign up for your email list. Facebook page. Okay, we're here we are talking about your Facebook business page, which some of you who are writers refer to as an author page, but basically the name of it is a Facebook page. So that's different than personal profile where you have friends. Facebook page gets followers. They've done away with likes now and it's just all followers as of February 2021. Okay, so back to the Facebook page. There is a cover graphic at the top of your Facebook page that you can use to promote your lead magnet. Now I do this on my own Facebook page. So if you want to take a look at how I have it set up, go to the Blogging Bistro Facebook page and I'll include a link to that in the show notes. When someone clicks on that graphic that goes across the top of your Facebook page, 
a description of that graphic or picture will display. Now here's something that a lot of people forget to do, but if you do this, you're gonna set yourself apart. Be sure to put some content in that description area, in other words, the caption for your cover graphic. Invite people to sign up for your lead magnet. Tell them about the benefits that they're going to get from this free gift that you have to offer them. And then don't forget, include a link to your signup form. If including a direct link to your signup form is not an option for you, which it's not always an option, then link to the page or the area of your website where they can find the signup form. Also directly below your Facebook cover graphic is what's called the call to action button. You can customize that button with a link to your email signup form. On your Facebook page, as well as on Twitter, you can do what's called pinning, P-I-N, pin a post. And that way it features it so that it always displays at the very top of your page when someone actually visits your page. This pinned post, of course, should promote, guess what, your lead magnet and link to your signup form. On Twitter, in addition to featuring a pinned post, you can customize your bio to include a brief promotion for your lead magnet along with a link. And again, I have done this on my Blogging Bistro Twitter account, so I'll put the link in the show notes and you can go over and check out my Twitter account to see how I have customized my bio with a link to my lead magnet right there in the bio. So it's front and center, can't miss it. Speaking of including links in our bios, on Instagram, you can include one link in your bio. You can include more than one link, however, if you use a third-party plugin. And I love these plugins. I've tried several of them, and the one I am currently using is from Buffer, and it's called ShopGrid, S-H-O-P-G-R dot I-D, ShopGrid. And it's super cool. It allows me to display loads of links and they are all beautifully formatted. Caveat here, I do use a paid version of Buffer, which gives me this functionality. I don't think it comes with the free version, but man, is it worth the investment for me because it allows me to put lots of links in my Instagram account. So again, you want to see that in action, head over to my Laura Christensen Instagram account. Link in the show notes, just as with all the links. Another popular social media scheduling tool that specializes in scheduling Instagram posts is called Later, L-A-T-E-R, later.com. And Later also offers a similar feature, which is called Link in Bio, L-I-N-K-I-N dot B-I-O, Link in Bio. A third one that I have used is a free service called Linktree, L-I-N-K-I-N. N-K-T-R dot E-E. These have really weird domain names. Linktree works really well also for adding multiple links to your bio. I used that one for several years before I switched over to ShopGrid with Buffer. And they're different, but they're both good. So to sum up here, for Instagram, a way of working around that one link in your bio only and putting multiple links in your bio, linking to your lead magnet, linking to the subscription form, is to use one of those third-party services. On Pinterest, you can also add a promo to your lead magnet in your bio. However, the link to your signup form or to whatever you're linking to is not going to be clickable. It's not an active hyperlink. So when the user sees it in your Pinterest bio, they have to copy and paste it into their browser in order to go to that link. But if they're interested, they'll do that. So here's a little workaround for that. 
On Pinterest, what you could do would be to create a board that is devoted solely to your lead magnet. At the very least, if you don't create a board, you can regularly pin promotions for your lead magnet. These promotions should be attractive and pinnable. In other words, people want to save them to their own boards as well as clicking on them, which is going to route them directly to your signup form. Now let's talk about LinkedIn. LinkedIn gives you loads of opportunities to promote your lead magnet. So if you're not actively using LinkedIn or you haven't checked your LinkedIn account for a while, I recommend going back in and doing a little refresher on your LinkedIn account because you can promote your lead magnet in everything from the cover graphic to putting it in your about section to displaying it in the featured post area on your profile and putting it in the content that you pin to the top of your feed. So lots of different options with LinkedIn for promoting your lead magnet. No matter which social networks you use, you will find ways to promote your invitation to sign up for your email list, usually in the cover graphic, your bio, and through featured or what's called pinned posts. In addition to those areas, you also want to make promoting your lead magnet a really regular routine part of your posting schedule. I use a variety of lead magnets to build my email list, but there's one particularly popular lead magnet that I use and I promote it every week or two. In the month and a half since I launched this particular lead magnet, I have received several hundred new subscribers from just that one lead magnet. I have a business model that involves mostly one-on-one -on -one consulting, so I don't need a huge email list. So for me, several hundred new subscribers is a significant amount. A lot of writers I know promote their lead magnet once on social media, or they promote it once a quarter, and they think that's enough. It is not enough. I mean, think about it. Why would you go to all the effort of creating this amazing lead magnet and then you only promote it one time? I want you to think in terms of baking the marketing into every single thing that you do. A lot of authors view marketing their book or marketing their business kind of like the icing on the cake. You know, it's that nice sugary, thick yummy frosting that you put on the top of the cake. No, that's not true. Marketing is not the icing on the cake. It's not the thing that you do last when your book comes out. It is an essential ingredient that goes into the cake itself. So that marketing has to be baked right into every single thing that you do to build your writing related business. Going back to your lead magnet promotion, it is not enough to promote your lead magnet one time or once a month or once a quarter. You wanna add lead magnet promotion to your monthly content calendar. You do have a monthly content calendar, right? <laughs> if you don't and you need one, guess what? I have a free 2021 Word template that you can sign up for, my 2021 content calendar. Super simple to use. It is free. Yes, it is another one of my lead magnets. All you have to do once you get that and the link to it is, guess where? In the show notes at bloggingbistro.com. Once you get that calendar, all you have to do is open it up and mark the dates when you'll promote your email sign up lead magnet. 
Now, how often you promote your lead magnet kind of depends on how often you post to a particular social channel in the first place. The rule of thumb for marketing is to limit promotional updates to say 10% of the content that you post. So for example, if you post to Instagram once a week, you're probably going to want to invite people to sign up for your email list, say once a month or maybe once every other month. But if you post to Instagram every day, you can promote your lead magnet every week or every week and a half. So it really depends on the amount of posts that you put on a particular social channel every week. Plan your promotional posts well in advance. That's why I told you put them on your content calendar so you know exactly what days you're going to be promoting them on. And then what you want to do is to create a variety of graphics that promote your lead magnet. You want to craft several different promos, each with slightly different wording. And then here's the thing that a lot of people forget, and this is the most crucial step. Be sure to include a direct link to your sign-up form in every promotional post that you put out on social media. For some reason, a lot of people forget that. They have this beautiful post that they've spent all this time on that is promoting their lead magnet, and then they forget to put a link <laughs> to the sign-up form or to the website in the post. Be sure when you are including a link to include, when I say direct link, I don't mean just include a link to say your website in general, especially if your sign up form might be a little bit hard to find. It should be front and center, it should be easy to find. But let's just say it might be buried somewhere on your website. If at all possible, you want to include a direct link to the sign up form itself. Now, I know that's not always an option, but if you can do that, include as specific a link as you can to your sign up form make it really, really easy for people to sign up. Another way to get new subscribers is to share the link to your actual e-newsletters or your e-blasts when you create a campaign or an e-blast or an e-newsletter inside your email marketing platform, they're going to provide you with a unique link to that specific campaign. You can share that link on your social channels and people who aren't subscribed yet can then open your newsletter in their browser and they can see exactly what it looks like and what kind of content you typically include in your newsletter. In the social media post where you share that link to your actual newsletter, remember to invite your fans to subscribe if they like what they see and then tell them where they can go to subscribe. The more specific your instructions are when you're asking someone to subscribe, the more likely they will be to take action and subscribe. A lot of people are like, well, Laura, that's just ridiculous. Why would I have to tell them what to do? <laughs> Trust me, <laughs> you might assume that everybody knows how to subscribe to an email list. They don't. So tell them exactly what you want them to do. Give them a link to click and tell them, click this link. And then even tell them what's going to happen when they click it. You know, when you click this link, you're going to yada, 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 put your name and address here. And then you're going to get a confirmation email. And then you're going to start receiving XYZ from me. You know? So walk them through the process. Be very, very specific. Tell them exactly what they're going to get when they subscribe. Talk about the benefits of subscribing. You are making it really, really easy for people that really kind of don't know exactly what they're doing or exactly what to expect of how to get connected with you via email. Here are four additional ways that you can convert your social media followers into email subscribers. The first one is called custom 
chatbots, C-H-A-T-B-O-T-S. Chatbots are very popular on Facebook. What they allow you to do is to target specific audiences and to provide them with very valuable customized information. Now, I must say, I haven't yet tried chatbots to build my own business, but I've used them several times. In fact, just a few days ago, I signed up for someone's email list via a chatbot. Chatbot offers are very similar to lead magnets. What you do is offer a juicy incentive, such as a free course, a quiz, exclusive members-only content, or a demo, a promotion, a trial offer. You offer something juicy in exchange for someone's email address. Every message in your automated chatbot series must be carefully crafted to elicit the response that you desire and to make it super easy for them to take the next step. Another way of converting a social media follower into an email subscriber is called text to join. And that's just like it sounds. An individual texts a specific keyword to a custom number. They then immediately receive an automated reply text that asks them to submit their email address. And when they text their email address back to that same number, they receive an automated confirmation message and a link where they can go to download your lead magnet. This works quite similar to filling out a sign-up form on somebody's website, only instead of going to a website, they just text a word to a number that you specify. And then they instantly get that automated reply text asking them for their email address and boom, they're subscribed. I often use this method when I'm speaking at live events. Most people have their phone with them. And so it's really easy for me to instruct my students, just type in this keyword, send the text, they do it right then and there, and they are signed up. No hassle, quick and easy to do. This method also works on social media. Let's say that you're doing a Facebook Live or an IGTV. While you're talking, you can tell your audience what word to text and what number to text it to, and they're off and running. In your social media posts, instead of giving them a link to click that leads to your sign-up form, they text a word. So it can work in just a regular social media post as well. Some email marketing services do offer text to join as part of their plan. It would be worth looking into this to see whether your service includes this feature. And if it does, by all means, give it a try. For my text to join promos, I use a service called Lead Pages, L-E-A-D-P-A-G-E-S, and I will include a link to that in the show notes. Lead Pages is a landing page service, and I use it in addition to my regular email marketing service. As a sponsor of the Professional Writer Podcast, Lead Pages is offering my listeners a free 14-day trial so you can take it for a test drive and you can play with all the fun features that they offer with no obligation to buy. Another way to convert social media followers into email subscribers is to partner with someone else. I was talking with one of my author friends today and she told me that she got 500 new subscribers as a result of guest blogging for another well-known author. My friend had donated several of her books to this author that she guest blogged for and the other author used those books as a giveaway in a contest that they ran on one of their own social media platforms. The other author then shared the contest entry emails with my friend. So both authors benefited by adding a significant number of new followers to their respective email lists. Now, speaking of contests, 
That's another way you can convert social media followers into email subscribers. Run a contest. You can run contests and sweepstakes from most social networks as long as you follow their rules. Generally, what you do is install a third-party app that gives you the capability of collecting email addresses, which you can then import to your email list wholesale, like you could import hundreds, thousands of email addresses all at one time into your email marketing system, provided the contest entrant gives you consent to do that. Again, you can't just willy-nilly add people to your email list if they uh, enter your contest. You have to get their explicit permission, like they have to check a little box when they're entering your contest that says, yes, I would also like to be added to your email list. As my author friend discovered, contests can be a very effective means of adding a large number of people to your mailing list in short order. However, I want to acquaint you with one drawback that I have experienced numerous times. I used to run book launch contests on behalf of my author clients. I learned when doing contests and sweepstakes that there are a lot of people whose sole purpose for using social media is to enter every contest and sweepstakes that they can find online. And they're going to enter yours too if you have a contest. So while you may add 7,000 sweepstakes entrants to your email list in one fell swoop, chances are very high that over 6,000 of those people do not care a whit about you and they will never buy from you. They just entered your contest in hopes of winning a prize. I'm not a huge proponent of contests for that very reason. Yes, you can grow your email list almost instantly, and that may impress publishers and agents who love to see those big numbers, but more often than not, the gazillion people that you just added to your list aren't interested in you or your books. They just have their eye on the prize. If you do run a contest, make sure that you are very careful to abide by the rules the social network specifies for contests. A lot of authors also partner with other authors and they run mega contests. I, I'm just calling them mega contests. I don't think that's the exact name for it. These big contests that have lots of authors that participate in them include multiple prizes. They include lots of fun giveaways. This gives multiple authors who likely write in the same genre the opportunity for exposure to a much larger audience while simultaneously promoting their new books and sharing the emails of the contest contest participants with one another. So there you have it, my friend, a dozen ways to turn your social media followers into email subscribers without buying ads. I would love to hear from you, particularly if you have tried creative ways to convert your followers into subscribers. If you haven't already, join the Professional Writer Podcast Community Facebook group and participate in the conversation. That is going to be our topic of the week. Thanks for joining me this week. Talk with you again next time.